Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? I hope all is well in your world and your holiday season was what it was and your new year has been made anew. Happy freaking new year! I know I'm a little late. Hey, better late than never. But I wish you well. And I'm here for the kickoff. Welcome to the first year in this decade. See, I had to take a small break after returning from Mexico. It's knowing when it's time for me. And it was time for me to take a break. That was the biggest lesson of 2020. I learned it is okay to rest. If not, you will be forced to sit down. Now I'm back and recharged like a fresh set of batteries. And I'm ready. Huh. 2021. It's the one for me. One kicks it off. And the number one, not surprisingly, is treated as a symbol of unity. So what are you going to unify in your life this year? And one is a badass number because it can be plural, like we are one. And then it represents the singular. I am one. So are you going to work with others this year? Are you going to do this thing single-handedly? But this is the year of one. One is so bad that It's its own factor, its own square, its own root, its own cube, and its own cube root. You know, y'all, I talked for years, so I know mathematics. But it is a powerful number because if you think about it, let me take this higher. All it takes is one in our life, just one. And I want you to keep this in mind in 2021. The power of one, one step, one opportunity, one chance, one day at a time, the right one to walk into your life and make everything better, one connection to open the door, the power of one. Chew on that for a minute. I've always said that that's a part of my, you know, speech closing Remember the power of one. You are that one. And all it takes is one. So I'm sharing that with you. I pray that 2021 is way better than your 2020. But check it. From this place, all we can do is go up. And speaking of new year, we started it out so well, y'all. We did. We did. And then, boom, on day six, the plot twist unfolds right in front of our eyes at the Capitol. 
That was a complete and utter shame and mockery to the U.S. government. But I'm happy that America had the opportunity to see what my culture, the African-American culture, has been saying. Now, if you defecated on the Capitol, imagine what you've been like to the African-American race. We've been stressing that we live in two different Americas and we've been systematically oppressed by a system that wasn't written for us. But definitely want us to abide by their rules. And what that said was they could be the rule breaker and take it. And I, I just can't wait for 45 to go. Mm-mm, goodbye. Na 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 hey na 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 hey 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 goodbye. I am so ready for forty five to go that I don't know what to do. But by far, I can think I've been living forty two years, and I can think of a lot of things in American history that has definitely gone wrong. But let me tell you, on January sixth, that was the absolute worst. And a whole caring situation amped up on steroids right in front of our eyes. So guess what? I think we got some freedom writers that joined our team. I think so, y'all. I think so. But the revolution is definitely televised. Also in the new year, I dropped a new project. I am claiming 2021 to be even better, bolder, and bigger. Because I deserve big as hell. But the first project to drop in the new year was the OG podcast with my sister friend Quay. We even dropped a hot ass promo video. It was so fire that it just, you know, it, it sent so many smoke signals. Please go check it out on IG, on my page, and like our page. It is the OG podcast show on all social media platforms. And please take a listen to our first episode, Talk About Funny as Hell. Then, on this side of town, I'm still pumping out Confluence the Lifestyle. I hope you had the opportunity to listen to the last episode, It's Well in My Soul, because it truly is. And now we're back in the saddle with amazing guests. I hope you enjoy these guests and i hope that you are applying what they are sharing on this platform in your life but my guest this week is living life on golden wings as she issues out hope and sprinkle love on everybody's timeline ladies of confluence let's welcome this confident influencer to the show mrs denisha james better known as dj with her golden wings. Whoop, 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 whoop. DJ? Hi, how you doing? I am well. How are you? Doing good, doing really good. You know, it's just a few days in the new year. <laughs> A few days in the new year. I was going to say, well, you made it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Like the people at church, I used to say a lot of people couldn't, but you did. So there you go. Praise (laughs) him. (laughs) (laughs) 
the new year. You know, everybody always starts off with these affirmations. New year, new me. And I'm like, mm, I can't wait to meet a whole lot of y'all. Right? It's the new year, same me. I'm just going to improve myself. But how are you, like, enjoying this new year? Um, I mean, I I, I eased into, I'm not going to lie. Like, I really did ease into this new year. I mean, honestly, I knew that it was going to be some, what we like to call BS happening. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of told myself I was going to, I was going to just be cautiously optimistic and I was going to ease into this year. And I'm glad I did because just a few days <laughs> after the new year, you know, we had the craziness that happened, uh, the insurrection at the white house. And so I wasn't too surprised about that because I had already set my soul up for some unfortunate things happening, I, but I, you know, I, I was already kind of setting things up to not, not all be at all be like just happy go lucky at the beginning of the year because of what we endured you know, in 2020, you know, it was really, mm-hmm. you know, so that's pretty much how I feel. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on to Confluence the Lifestyle, where confidence meets influence. Yeah. I'm so happy that you have joined me on this beautiful evening, on this cold evening, honey. I'm glad that you joined me. I know. Some parts of Houston are actually snowing. <laughs> Like, it is just extremely, like, you know, most people don't think, oh, the tropical area gets extremely cold. But <laughs> that's how you know when it gets cold here, it is cold, cold. Like, I know, cold, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when it's cold, we bring out our little fur jackets, the ones we've been keeping in the closet for like six years. <laughs> we bring out our snow boots that we never get to wear unless we go on vacation. So everyone's walking around in winter clothes right now that they never get to wear. <laughs> Never get to wear ever. <laughs> so we get to jump in and started talking. But I want you to tell everybody who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, well, by hobby and by passion, I'm a lifestyle blogger. Um, I my my blog is her golden wings. And I love to kind of infuse fashion, um, food, and really home decor into just really talking about everyday life, inspiring women, inspiring people in general, um, sharing my, my, my story as a Black woman, as, as an educated Black woman, as, as a Black woman who's married, doesn't have kids, really put... Um, I hate to say it, you know, education and career first, you know, um, I'm a woman who will probably be a mother much later in life than most people, you know, and so I share that. And um, I also like to talk about, you know, my experiences as a black woman in corporate America. You know, I'm a designer. Um, I'm working on my second master's right now in computer science. And so I work in a very highly technical field around um, mostly white people, you know, and so my experience is very different, I'm sure, from someone who is white in corporate America, you know, and it's it's a it's a really rough environment, I would say, for a black woman. You know, you have to be very strong. You have to you have a very thick skin. Yeah. Wow. Highly educated. But also. (laughs) Influencing others on hope. 
that yeah. is one reason why I picked you to come onto the show so we could talk about how you use your influence to give people hope. And I follow your journey um, oh. and look at you, you know, through social media, you know, because we are sorrows and we, you know, hey, girl, thank you, girl. You know, we <laughs> do that, you know, but I do see, you know, the mm -hmm. struggles that you do share and you are an open book. Can we talk about being an open book and why do you feel like being open is so important to give people hope? You know, honestly, let's talk. I'm going to take you back a little bit. So when I first started, like, I'm just going to give you an example. When I start, first started my Instagram page, I may have had like 10 followers. And I purposely mm. didn't connect it with my Facebook, my personal Facebook page. I never did. And the reason why is because I said no. I said somewhere in the world are people who get me, whether it's people that live here in Houston, whether it's people in other parts of the world, other parts of the United States. I'm going to connect with other people. I don't, if I accidentally connect with someone I already know, it's just because they found my page. I mm -hmm. purposely did not follow my family members, my friends. I let, I just organically let people follow me. And I followed people who I really felt connected with. And the reason why I did that is because I wanted to really have a chance to kind of find my voice and find my audience through the people who are connected with me. And I continue to do that. You know, I refuse to pay for followers. I refuse to do anything that would compromise those like really just authentic connections with people because I think it's so valuable. And then from there, I did start sharing my journey, you know, and I think sharing your journey is the biggest way to bring hope to others because there's someone secretly following you or even may have never just followed you. They're secretly coming to your page, reading your story, your journeys, the things you're posting. And they're saying, I get that girl. I connect with that girl. Mm -hmm. That girl used to be me or that girl was someone I treated badly, you know, in a work environment or even in a family environment. And so I, I do want people to know, you know, and, and people are, are silently a lot of times hurt a lot of times people really want to make a connection. And right now, you know, with everyone being kind of like stuck in their homes, you know, people do get out, but you're not the same. It's not the same level of interaction and, and community yeah. as it was before the pandemic. And so you need voices, some digital voices and digital connections like you've never had before in life, you know, right now. It's vital, you know, suicide rates are up, depression's up. <laughs> And so if I can do, if, if my journey and my pain and sharing my pain and sharing my experiences and also sharing the times when I, I, I conquered, I had successful yeah. moments. That's also amazing. You know, sharing black love. I don't feel like they share that enough in Hollywood or period, you know, sharing my, my, my walk. I, and I really would, I should probably share like things too, like, you know, how I met my husband and stuff like that. For women who are single, who also reach out to me privately, by, by the way, on my page, asking me, how did I meet my husband? They want to meet nice guys. They they are they want to date. How would how what would I advise them to do during the pandemics? I swear to you, I can give you show you screenshots where I block out people's pictures and stuff of people who have actually contacted me, asking me those questions. And I give I tell them what I think they should be doing to meet men. Because that's part of being a uh, her, uh, her. Well, girl, tell me, girl, because, you know, I am newly single yeah. in this new year. I, I, I absolutely think, of course, I, I if you're single and you're young, like you're young, you know, this is this is hard. This I, I would a absolutely say if you can go to some events where you can wear your mask 
and you can get in front of people. <laughs> that is the best way to meet men. I mean, meeting and, and meeting men is it's one of the things you should be absolutely doing as, as a woman. It's a numbers game, period. You know, and if you see it as a numbers game, you know, it's like anything else that you want in life. You want the job, you apply, you put in your resume. You want um, you want to save your money. You put you start making goals. You put a certain m- amount aside. You know you you want to set some. You want you want to. Of course, also there's women out there who want to have kids. You know that maybe you haven't met that guy right now. So you like like I did. You get your eggs frozen. You know, or you get some. You get with a dude that you. I guess you know. I'm very non traditional at times too. You know, I had egg. Fro- I had my eggs fro- my embryos frozen before I got married. You know, but whatever it is you want in life, you do it and you do it unapologetically because I hate to say it, men do whatever they want. They do life unapologetically. They go through life, they date, they have fun, they go through heartbreaks, they they go to the they move on to the next person, they travel, they hang out with their friends, they do everything that we sometimes as women, I feel like, limit ourselves. We limit ourselves from enjoying mm. living life and doing life, if I make sense. I don't know. Mm. Give us some hope for that. <laughs> Give us some hope so, because you are so right. I just told someone on another podcast that I was on, I realized in 2020 that I haven't mastered how to date, right? So we get mad when, you know, people have options. Mm-hmm. Well, what made you put all your eggs in that basket? Like, don't mm-hmm. you giving up the hope, baby? Don't yes. give up on yourself, honey. You know what? You know we have to learn how to date. Yep. We have to learn how to set those boundaries. Yep. We have to learn how to get back out there. I pick yourself up, dust yourself off. Okay, it didn't work. Let's get back on it. Let's yes. get back on the toy. I absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I just to patty back you and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add a little bit more to that. Uh, what you just said. I I one time well, a few years ago I was well actually more than a few years ago a while ago I was in my late twenties. I'm 38 now, and I was in my late twenties and I had I I had just finished dating this jerk and um <laughs> yeah I will say it was a jerk sorry. <laughs> And I was just trying to like get my groove back. And so we had lived together, me and the guy, you know, which I, I would tell women that's probably one of the biggest mistakes ever because I don't know, it kind of wipes you and puts you in this box. And it, 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 it's, it, you have these responsibilities on you that you probably wouldn't have if you were just a girlfriend, if you were just a girlfriend and he lived at his house and you lived at yours, if that makes sense. So got out of that relationship and I just decided I just wanted to take me back. So I started seeing a nutritionist. I started working out. I actually went celibate for like three years, just to be honest, you know, and I just was dating. I moved downtown into a really, really amazing apartment. And I would we I would I would and I made some new friends. I joined a couple of like um groups they have like these I forgot what they're called you can join like different groups where you're you know there's people who interest like maybe there's people that went to U of H or maybe there's people who do photography or whatever so I joined a couple of Mm -hmm. groups met new people made some new friends so I could move into some other groups and I was literally you know just dating you know I would I would also mix in going places by myself so I'd give myself a little a little little help with you know maybe if I have a crowd of friends around me 
it's hard for me. It's hard for a guy to access me. So I go to bars by myself sometimes, you know, and meet and just meet different people, get their phone numbers, go on dates. No one ever came to my house. But I was just dating. I was dating at least three or four dudes a week. I mean, honestly, just dating, having fun, living my best darn life. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was after a four or five year relationship, you know, where I thought we were going to get married and everything. And I don't know, something just told me it's time for you. Fight for you. And so that's what I did. I decided to just fight for myself. And so that went on for a few years. Later on, got in, moved closer into the suburbs, <laughs> closer to my job, got in, got into another relationship, what didn't last for very long. But after that, I told myself I didn't want to take this dating. I didn't want to take things too seriously, but I also wanted to widen my scope. And so what I meant by that was I wanted to date people, but I didn't want to date being like, okay, every guy I date has to be a husband. Some guys I date mm. somebody for fun, you know, just, you know, I'm, I'm going on dates, I'm meeting guys, um, you know, it's, I don't see you as a husband at all. And that's okay. I'm just having fun, you know? And so moving on from that, um, can, you know, a few years after that, I went through just a traumatic experience with my family, you know, something very traumatic that had been just festering for about 20 or 30 years of me holding, you know, you hold stuff in and that's probably the biggest sin ever is to hold things in and not really talk about it and not really uh, stand up for yourself, you know, kind of being a yes man. So went through all that, had this whole, like, I don't know, just metamorphosis in just a matter of like a year or two and just really got within myself. And for a while there, since I was going through so much with my family, I decided not to really date for that time period. And I just started dating myself, went on a trip to Hawaii by myself, made friends, um, went to some conferences um, in other states by myself, enjoyed those, just really dated myself for a while and got, and, and it, like really started cutting some folks off too, like just cutting people off left and right that I'd been wanting to cut off, really healing, like really, really, really going deep and healing. And from there, um, like came back, was out at a bar by myself having a drink and I met my husband. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And that's the story, girl. Yeah. Do it. Date, date, date. Have fun. Anybody that starts acting crazy, cut them off. Don't tolerate any nonsense. <laughs> no nonsense. <laughs> and and also too, like to my to the females audience that's listening, don't compare yourself to other women. Don't say, oh, she's beautiful or she's skinny. How can she do this? Or She's this or her. She how how she's big. How can she get a man like that? How you look has nothing to do with whether you get a man or not. Come on, sis. Come on, sis. You better tell the people in the back in the Because let me tell you, how you look is so minimal, and what you do in the bedroom is extremely minimal. All that. I mean, yes. Once you get your husband, whatever you know, y'all you do whatever. But women who feel like they have to be. They have, they have to do certain things in the bedroom to keep a man or get a man. You do not. Women who feel like they have to look a certain way, they have to go do something to their bodies to get a man. You do not. There is someone out there that loves who you are, just authentically you. 
You don't have to change a darn thing about yourself. All you have to do is love love yourself. I'm sorry, did I say something wrong? Now I said you better tell them, baby. You better yeah. tell them, DJ. All you have to do is love yourself Girl. wholeheartedly. Date yourself. You're going to meet him doing the stuff you love to do. You're going to meet him being so secure with who you are and loving yourself so much and having options, honey. Having all those options, you're going to be like, okay, he acting crazy? Okay, where is pa- Paula at? Let me let him take me to the movies. Like, Having those options, getting that confidence to where you can walk and, and 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 really just diva up and be the woman you see in your mind, being that person, you're gonna meet him. But we don't meet we don't we don't meet the man that we deserve the man we deserve walking light. We meet him walking hard. We meet him making demands. We meet him saying, "Dang, she's difficult. I don't want to be around her. She has too much. She wants good. Bye." Because I'm gonna demand it all, mm. and you better you better want you better want me to demand it all. A real man is gonna love that. He's gonna love the fact that you have demands, and you won't just tolerate anything from him. Mm. He's gonna be like, okay, where's she at? I mm. want to do all this work. I've never met this stop sign. So yes, those are all mm. the things I have to say. I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> That's good. I've never met the stop sign with my husband. Yes, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Um, I was just saying, you know, um, we always want to compromise everything for them and they, they, they compromise nothing for us. Where's our list of demands? Because we need to make them. I mean, honestly, (laughs) we need to absolutely make a list of demands. You know, I've met women who felt like, you know, especially, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a dark skin, I'm a chocolate chick. And I grew up always being told that. I would have to work a lot. You know, this is honestly, I mean, I'm just being perfectly honest with family mm-hmm. culture and just being dark skin and being one of the darkest people in my family and just hearing things that people would say, you know, just knowing from the things I would, I heard the conclusions I drew were basically because I'm dark. Um, I should basically be just lucky to have a man. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. that's pretty much. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, I probably could have developed that mentality. But luckily, I was looking at women like Naomi Campbell. <laughs> I was looking at Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I was looking at different women to me who were chocolate chicks, who had awesome, you know, just great confidence they demanded a lot from people and they loved you could tell they 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 had some self-love. And so mm. I it was hard for me to accept that. I, I you know, I still do, I can't lie, you know, not not now, but you know, for years I did kind of keep that in the back of my head and kind of sometimes would question whether or not it was okay to be confident, whether or not it was okay to be strong. Um, whether or not it was okay to um, demand things from men just as much as other women do. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just decided that it is, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, I'm just as good as anybody else. And sorry to say it, but if not me, who? Cause someone else is going to demand it. Somebody, all and get it. Come on. someone else will demand it all and get it so why short step yourself you know whatever you want you know make a list 
you know, and it's not just with a man, you know, with, 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 with things you want in life, goals, you know, things you want to achieve. It's a numbers game with that too. How many touch points are you making? How many people are you talking to to get those things achieved? How many, you know, networking uh, opportunities are you participating in? So you meet people that are connected with your goals. How many people are you reaching out to to share what you want and to ask for help or to ask for what you want? Because it, that's another thing too. Like a lot of things I feel like in life, you know, I was a teacher for 10 years. I taught for 10 years. And I, when I started teaching, I told myself, oh, I'm going to do this for a number of years, you know, and then I'm going to move on. I was going to go to law school. I took the law school test, did well, but then I don't know. I just, I don't think that that was for me at the time. And so mm -hmm. I got into like a, a kind of like a self-esteem. My self-esteem had become kind of low. Like, is it related to like career, you know, my career aspirations? Because I got... I got stuck in a in a situation where I was comfortable, mm -hmm. and oh, you know, I know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was comfortable, and I saw, I could see things that I wanted. I was looking at things on the internet. I know my, I, I knew my skill set. I knew some of the talents I had, but I didn't think that I could ever leave education once I got in because I don't know. I had gotten so comfortable. I had actually brainwashed off every holiday off. Yeah. Yeah, and yes, I, and yeah. I, yes, I, yes, to the point where you brainwash yourself into you do what they call you're, you're doing some self destruction, self destructive thoughts where you tell yourself, you know what, once you start being comfortable, you start living. I think being comfortable sometimes can make you live in fear. I know that sounds so crazy, but being comfortable can make you scared to like live scared to move forward you get so caught up in the comfort you get in like this tunnel where you don't you don't want to get up you don't want to fight you just want to stay feeling comfortable because being uncomfortable is a risk being uncomfortable is scary you know and when i left my job from education i didn't have a i didn't find a job for six months wow yeah and so that was scary i had some money that i saved up and it was starting to deplete i mean honestly i was paying my bills you know and i've been on my own you know since I was young, like 16, 17 years old. So I've always depended on myself, you know, for income or anything. So I was kind of like nervous, but I don't know. Something told me it was a lady that I met. Well, I met this guy, this man who was vice president of a company, a very large software company. <laughs> I can't say who it is, but I'm telling you, you know who the company is if I was to say it. But um, <laughs> I met him at a conference in Los Angeles. I was there was a conference for designers and I was just there as an enthusiast. I wasn't working in the field yet. And I was just telling him things that I was doing. I was currently running a nonprofit. I had actually started a nonprofit at the time. And I was telling him the things I was doing for the nonprofit, you know, what I was doing, the things I was interested in. He got my card and he had his um, director, a director under him for that, his particular org in the comp company contact me and me and her would communicate. And she was kind of like his voice. Like she was saying the thing, like she was a female, uh, a female mentor, but she was also contacting me to also support his objectives with connecting with me. Mm, okay. If that makes sense. Oh. 
And so continued. And I didn't tell her that I was leaving education. I kept it quiet, which is actually one of the worst things you can do, because when you want something and when you want to move forward and when you are reaching for your goals, don't you know how they say, oh, move in silence, girl, please don't move in silence unless you know for <laughs> sure you got a bunch of you have a silent team working on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> If you do not have a silent team, then you need to be telling everybody you can what you're trying to do to get help. Because how can people help you if they don't know what you need and they don't know your suffering or they don't know your struggles or they don't know things you need from them? And so some kind of way I had I had an interview at the time with another super large company and it was going well. And I told her that I had the interview and she said, well, why didn't you want to work for us? And I just hadn't considered it. It was it was like her company was the company of my dreams. It wasn't something that I thought I could achieve. So I didn't ask. I just saw her as a mentor who was just calling me. I didn't see it as an opportunity for, you know, career growth. Well, luckily, I did open my mouth. And the next thing I know, within a week or two, I got an offer from that company. Went with that company, worked for them for two years. And, and, you know, moved on to, some, you know, doing something else because the, the man that I met in Los Angeles, within three months of me working there, he was diagnosed with esophageal cancer and he died uh, within a year of me working there. And after he passed wow. away, the climate change, you know how somebody's spirit just kind of like makes everything good about something. Mm-hmm. You ever been around a person like that where when they're there, everything is safe and beautiful and loving and when they're not, it's just destructive. <laughs> yeah. When he passed away, it just changed. The energy, the spirit, he wasn't there anymore. And the people that were there weren't him. And I had a problem with that. I really liked him. And, you know, to the point where my firstborn son will be named after him. Like, I think he was an amazing person. He's someone wow. that really impacted my life because he believed in me. Like, I'm not going to get emotional, but he believed in me. When I was down on my luck, um, and it was all because I opened my mouth. You know, I told them mm-hmm. what I wanted, and I made those connections too. I w- I opened my mouth. I wasn't sitting against the wall at a conference. I was building relationships. I was talking to people. I was telling people what I do, what I'm interested in, and all of those things are part of what you do when when you're not comfortable. <laughs> because I wasn't comfortable with my job, I was comfortable with taking a risk. I was comfortable. I was much more willing to put my neck out there and speak to people and talk to people. And so always check yourself and ask yourself, am I comfortable? Am I Mm. doing this just because I'm comfortable? And if you are, then you need to say, why am I comfortable? What could I be doing to make myself uncomfortable? But also at the same time, how could being uncomfortable push me to my next level? Mm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's good because I brought you on here to talk about hope for the new year. Right? So we are hopeful mm-hmm. for so many things. And like I now you got emotional and I'm about to get emotional. Aww, thank you. Because you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. We stay in places mm-hmm. because we're comfortable yeah. and complacent. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to push ourselves. Because of the comfort level that we are okay with. Yep. I know that sounds repetitive, but like I just literally told somebody 
I don't like waking up coming to this job anymore. Okay. Okay. I got to figure good. it out. That's good. Right? Like, yeah. Because now, and you're right, I tell myself, oh, man, I get summers off. Um, I man, every holiday I'm out with my kid, this, that, you mm-hmm. know. And then I just left a relationship of many years mm-hmm. because it was too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just tired of uh, complacent mm-hmm. in my life. And, and you know what? That's so good. Like, that's so healing. That is like healing. That is like, I'm, and I'm sending you so many hugs right now. Like, that is the that that is the step towards healing. That's the first thing you talk about. Like, when we go to, we don't go to a therapist to discuss how happy and comfortable we are. <laughs> we go to therapists to talk about how uncomfortable we are. So when we see that within ourselves, without even having to talk to any professional, we are doing our own self healing you're self-healing right now and so the best things for you to do is to say what is it that's making me comfortable what is it that made me comfortable about that that romantic relationship what were the things that made me comfortable about the the career relationship how can i use that 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 information for my net for my next journey for your for your soulmate you know, for the guy that you're getting ready to, for your husband that you're getting ready to meet, if that's what you want, or your soulmate you're getting ready to meet, if that's what you want, how can I take this into my next relationship and use it to build me up? How can I take that into my next career path and use it to build me up, use it to propel me to the next level? What is it that I, I need to be doing that's a, that's going to be a huge risk? That's scary that I've always wanted to do, but I'm afraid to really reach out and do it because of the uncomfortable, the uncomfortable of being uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And, and right now there's some, you know, there, there's, there's a, there's a diva out there that's hearing this and she's feeling this too. I remember uh, someone reached out to me. Like I say, a lot of people, believe it or not, message me through my dms on instagram and i was talking to a young lady last week who she had posted something and she said like oh all those times when people were when you're bragging about how happy your relationship was but the guy was cheating and i said you know what and so i i messaged her because i thought about that and i said he was cheating that was not on you and so it was okay to be happy about your relationship it's not a punishment when you realize someone else is doing things they're not supposed to be doing in your relationship when they're being toxic and don't push yourself down when you get ready to, when you, when you were celebrating something you thought was real and right and beautiful, don't tear yourself down now that you realize that this other person was the one who was destructive because that, that has nothing to do with you. And that's nothing wrong with, you celebrating it at one time and people always want to kind of tear themselves down once they leave a relationship don't what the other person did had nothing to do with you nothing at all that was them use it to heal use it to take yourself to the next level because guess what being uncomfortable is good the fact that he did something to make you so uncomfortable that you're not with him anymore that's damn good Use that. <laughs> girl, you own it today, girl. You are, we was here to talk about her golden wing and being influential 
and hope in a new year. That's all of that. And you just everything like, I talked to about. is running down my face. <laughs> you Ooh. know what though? Everything we talked about, every, all your objectives, we just discussed that because without those vital things we just talked about, you can have no hope. You can have no hope if you if you have if you're sitting in despair. If you are sitting in despair and you are afraid to win, that's not being hopeful. That's just sitting in despair. So everything we're doing is hitting at every objective you, you wanted. We're just doing it in our way. <laughs> oh, don't be afraid to win. Never. Oh, Jesus. Mm. And you know, her golden wings. Don't be afraid to don't win. Don't be afraid to win and <laughs> If you really look at her golden wings, what what do you get when you hear the word her gold? When you hear the words her golden wings, what do you think was my whole like mission with that? So I can connect it right back to what we're talking about. What do you think? Okay, so when I think of her golden wings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think of um a woman who is unapologetically ready to fly. To the golden era of her life. Oh my god, I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna dumb down what you just said because I'm not I'm not that um I'm not that uh I wasn't being that philosophical uh, unapologetically say that again unapologetically oh ready to take flight to the golden era of a life yeah okay well, when I um, when I created her golden wings, I honestly did her golden wings because I couldn't find wing woman had already been purchased, <laughs> and I have always been told by all of my friends that I'm a wing woman. I'm a person like when we go somewhere, I I I've, I've, I have a couple of friends that I was the reason why they got you know I, I hooked them up. Now they're married, you know or they you know they lost their job they you know they were in a in a really bad rut connected them did their resume form or connected them with a new opportunity um depressed reached out to me you know I was someone that helped them you know get through a hard time with depression or whatever they were going through and so I've always been told that I'm a wing woman and I couldn't come up with I couldn't I couldn't purchase wing woman you know with my domain because that was unavailable so I kind of got creative and I and I and I did her golden wings and the golden wings to me or me, you know, just being your wing woman on a whole nother level, you know. And so that's what I do. I see myself as a digital wing woman for people, you know, which is why it's no coincidence that people on their own DM me for advice or to share things with me that, you know, I, I I'm honored to I'm honored for them to share it with me, but I've never even seen some of these people in my life. They don't even live in Houston. We've never seen each other face to face, but they've shared things with me. And it's because I really do believe that that is the purpose of her golden wings is it's really for me to, you know, really be a wing woman to other women, you know, who need me, who really need me. So, yeah. Okay. Ooh, I'm, 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 let me wipe these tears so we can finish with this podcast. Sending you so many girl. hugs. Like, I'm so glad. Girl, you are just, ooh, listen. Mm. You just don't know. You just, I literally walked out today saying, this is not it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it yep. is. 
but I don't even wake up and enjoy coming to this place. You know what? Okay. And um, I've been doing that for 15 years. Yeah. And I think about some people that have, um, I wasn't born for mm-hmm. this. Um, I, in, in a capacity, I needed that mm-hmm. chapter because that what that's what makes me the eloquent speaker and I know how my subjects and verbs should agree. That's how I know how to connect with them. Because if you can connect with children, baby, you can connect with people on a large, because if you can keep a child's scope and span, you are bad mama <laughs> jamma. <laughs> and so I've learned a lot of great things, a lot of skill sets, a lot of valuable mm-hmm. lessons, um, a lot of do's and don'ts, pedagogy. Yep. <sighs> but I'm ready to step out on faith. I don't know which way it is. I don't know which way to go. I don't have a roadmap. I love doing podcasts. I love communicating. Mm -hmm. I love producing videos. I love brand management. That's, I love helping people write their novels, their books. Okay. I love reading manuscripts. Okay. Okay. But it's like, oh, and you know what you say? What makes me comfortable? My paycheck, that first and fifteenth, <laughs> that insurance. You know what I mean? And so, I know that's why I'm like, ooh. Let me ask but, you this too: like, is it uh, is is it also uncomfortable to just also get out there and and to market and to make into to you know to really put yourself out there with all the things you just said you do. It, it it could, in my opinion, it also could be uncomfortable just to get those connections so you can do those things. Is that uncomfortable mm-hmm. too? Would, would that be something that you could add to the uncomfortable list? Like, where do you start? You know, mm-hmm. like, that's the thing with, you know, uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm an energy person. Like you said about the man mm-hmm. at the company. I am an energy person. And sometimes I don't feel a lot of genuineness yeah. in a mm-hmm. lot of people. Um, I like to connect with genuine people that really want to move uh, into new higher realms and echelons. Um, A a real community, if you will. And that's why I created this podcast. Hopefully, you know, we say something just on every episode, not just this one, but it's been a lot of viable information presented here. Like, I am like literally balling in tears, you know? And because this is the time, this is the place, this is the month. It's never too late. You can do it in March. You can do it in April. But why not start your year off on a positive note, thinking and striving for new things that you've been dreaming of? Yeah. And so I am just in that place. And I know that I'm not alone. And I know other women will join me in their feet of finding who they are supposed to be. My mother said a woman changes every five years. And I think I am going through a change. You know, like the other day, somebody said, yeah, it's green. Yeah, I, I, it's not, re- it is green in the sunlight. But I'm like, yeah, like it's green. Like I'm going through this mm-hmm. change and I'm embracing this change in 2021. Um, And that's just kind of, 
my story right that's now. That's good. And you know what? Right. The reason why I asked you was that also uncomfortable is because everything on your on your list, and I and I really want you to make this list uncomfortable. We're gonna do that. We're gonna have a follow up to this 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 subject again whenever you want me to. I don't mind coming back on. You know, whenever. I like for us to follow up, but I'd love for everyone on here to make a list of the things that really make them uncomfortable about being uncomfortable, whatever they're, whatever it is, if it's the man that's in your house right now <laughs> or the dude, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or the job you had that you hate. What is it about that that makes you uncomfortable in addition to what is it about going towards what you really want that also makes you uncomfortable and adding that, combining that to a list. And from what so far, two things that I heard you say is, you know, your paycheck. And also another thing you said was the fact, you know, just go, getting started, putting your, you put, going, going out into the world and making those connections to be able to make those things happen, helping people with their novels, you know, on the other things you said. And, and really, honestly, you could put, after you do your list, you could literally put some of those things in order and, and start taking care of some of those things. Now, you don't necessarily have to quit the job immediately. Yes, it's on your list. You hate it, you know, but, and, and, but you have it as a paycheck, too. So the paycheck has to also be... <laughs> important if it if you are someone who doesn't have any savings we need to we have to be realistic on here you guys we don't need people homeless you know or <laughs> and hoeing homeless yes. and hoeing you know Seriously. what I mean like can I come live on your couch <laughs> and sleeping over here over for this night no um, we Honestly, can't do homeless and much more unhappy and much more uncomfortable and it'll be an even greater risk so <laughs> We definitely want to put that on the list, but we want to also put why, why, you know, of course the paycheck, that's what, that's the reason why, you know, and, and everything, but also you want to put those things in priority. What can you start doing now? And with, and, and with you, sweetheart, I think what you could start doing now is just, which is, it's, it's also risky. It's also uncomfortable, but you know, whether it's creating your consulting firm, you know, starting to get clients, putting yourself out there, putting yourself in spaces where you can meet those people, telling people what you do and going for clients, like not just saying, hey, I do this, but going for the sale, going for it, going for a close on the sale, actually getting the sale. That's scary. But getting it, finding people who want what you want, finding someone who wants help with writing a book. Had I known, I would have. My grandmother was writing a book a year ago. She needed help. I wish I would have known. See, putting your putting things out there, but not just putting things out there in such a way for them to just be sitting in the clouds. Being intentional with what you want, strategizing how to get it. That's risky. That's uncomfortable. But it goes on your list, right or not? Mm, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. 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 I think that if we do that and we make our list, because I still have things that I want to do. Honestly, like right now, I am uh, I'm studying right now. I want to really I want to go deeper with UX design. I would like to be a UX software engineer. That's what I want to do. It's hard as hell. I'm studying right now. Why? I have a full time job. I have a husband, which y'all already know. <laughs> 
that's a full-time job. Love him to pieces, but you cannot just, you know, you can't just ignore your husband. You have to, yeah. yeah you can't turn it off. What yeah, you say exactly. I do? Which is also yeah. something that girls out there that are single, take advantage of your free time. See that, see women walking around that's, that's burdened down, that's married with a bunch of kids and say, yes, I want that. But thank God right now I have free time to do things I want to do. Because that's also a blessing. You know, because everyone mm-hmm. doesn't have that. Some people wish they could just get 30 minutes to themselves. It's a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a gift. Um, both, it, it's a gift. The sing- gift of singleness, it is. it's a gift. And then the gift of marriage <laughs> correctly is a gift. If you're married right? correctly, like, they're you both hit the, the nail on the head because yeah. if you're married to the wrong person, if you're married to the right person, they're going to support your dreams. <laughs> they're, they'll support your gifts. And my mm-hmm. husband does. But at the same time, I still have to balance. I don't want to be so drawn up because I, I be on the computer sometimes all day. So, you know, because I, I work. Then when I get off work, I like to study. I like to read. Software engineering is not something that you can really turn off. It's, it's, it's like a marathon. It's not a race. I mean, it's not a um, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. So every day you're building, you're building yourself up for this big marathon almost of thinking. And and then, you know, because you have to take this coding test, you know, for your job interview. And it's it's, you know, can be pretty intense. So you're building for that day when you'll have to take that. And so with me, every day is every day means something to me because I really want that for myself. And so how do I get it? By making myself uncomfortable, by being honest, saying I don't know things, which is hard because I can, I hate to admit when I don't understand something. Also having to sometimes go mm-hmm. and reread a whole book because maybe I read it, but it didn't process correctly because now, didn't, exactly, yeah, didn't stick. all of that is risky. <laughs> That's time. That's also humility, you know? And everybody has their own battles. Like I said, I have my own battles too right now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing fertility treatment again. We're doing one more round because of my, my thyroid disease. I'm, I'm losing a lot of my eggs rapidly. So I'm just sharing my, my battles. Why am I doing that? I just want people to understand that I'm uncomfortable as hell too, just like you. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm dealing with risks. I'm taking lots of risks still to this day. I'm super uncomfortable, but I love it because I, I, I walk in faith. I have to walk in faith and being uncomfortable causes you to do a faith walk on a consistent basis. I'm not totally comfortable all the time. And I like that because when I was uncomfortable, I was probably the most destructive to myself because I, I was afraid to fly. I was afraid to move forward. I was, I was, I wasn't doing anything productive, honestly, because I was afraid because I was afraid of messing up, not uh, up being being able to maintain being comfortable. And so make your list, ladies, you know, write those things down that 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 you're that you're uncomfortable about. Write the risk that you'll have to take to get those things and then put them in order of how and start start getting them done. You know, I know you you said that you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to have to start getting started. You have to go into your trail, create you a Trello board and start creating your little roadmap. You told me that you, you want to do, um, you want to, you want to help people write books. You want to do video production. So you're going to have to create a roadmap for your year. And we can go deeper into this when we meet back up again, ladies and gentlemen, but 
your roadmap, create you a Trello board. Let me look up Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O.com. It's a great way to start project managing your life, your real life, okay? Mm, that's good yeah. that's good yeah i love trouble but i made one for my husband because he wants to get into doing white he's a chef and he wants to do culinary consultant and crazy or not he was in line last week and he just happened to turn around like i said tell people what you want closed mouths don't get fed not taking risks you don't get fed not taking risks you will stay where you are and you will be uncomfortable and miserable you'll be comfortable and miserable if you don't take risks, he turned around, was friendly with the guy behind him. He, the guy said he owned a restaurant. He said, oh, I, I'm interested in doing consulting for restaurants. Black man is a restaurant owner. This, this black man he met, very professional, had a meeting with him last week. The guy also is wanting to build three or four other restaurants in Houston. And he wants my husband to partner with him on the culinary side. It was because he turned around and opened his mouth. And my husband is a quiet soul. He's not like me. I talk too much probably to someone like him. But that's probably why we're, he's attracted to me. He's quiet. He doesn't talk a lot. But I've been pushing him to open his mouth, to say what he wants, to go for what he wants. And guess what? He did it. Now he's getting ready to start doing wow. some big things with another gentleman here in Houston. So that, that, that happened. And so you too, you said you want these things. You said you're uncomfortable. You're going to make your list, right? Good. You're yeah, going to, and we'll talk, we'll go deeper into what to do with that list with the Trello board. If you want to just sign up for Trello and then you want to wait, I can actually put some things together for you guys. If you want me to, I can create like a little thing. I mean, vision boards are cool, but my thing is I don't have time for a vision board. I need that vision board to be put into a plan. <laughs> What are my dates? When is, when, is, when am I going to do this? When am I going to go after this? What are going to be, what are some targets that I can go after? Who's my target market? Who should I be pitching my ideas to? Where, where is some, where is my audience? Yes. Where people who speak my language, who are passionate about the same things I'm passionate about. How did they do what they, do, they did? How did they get to where they are? Because I want to be where they are. How can I meet them? So what groups can I go into to meet these people? And that's the things we should be doing. And our Trello boards are going to help us do that. Not a vision not a vision board. A vision board is me looking at stuff and staring. A Trello board is me taking my all the things I want to do for the year and putting it into action. Saying, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to go do this. And actually following real steps and doing it. And I Trello board my life. I'm not even going to lie to you. I have a Trello board for software engineering. I have a Trello board for my job. I have a Trello board for just like personal things that I'm, I want to do. Like we're going to be buying a house soon. I want to have a baby. So I'm doing fertility. I got a whole Trello board for that. <laughs> I don't play. <laughs> mm. But yeah. <laughs> Girl, listen, tell everybody where they can find you. Cause you are so knowledgeable. So like down to earth from the Yay. moment we connected you know, through, you know, my great yes, friend, Amira, and I think we've been at a few network uh, events together, but you are just a <laughs> dog. Tell everybody yeah, where they can find you. Yeah, just come to Instagram. Um, Her Golden Wings is uh, my handle. I think that's what they call it. Yeah. Her Golden Wings. And just follow me. I'll follow you back. DM me and let me know how you met me. And hey, I'll follow you back. I mean, 
it's it's just a fun experience. I love to add you to my my personal network, you know, and also just we can push each other to the next level. You push me, I push you. We're all just iron sharpening iron over here. <laughs> iron sharpening. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. And I just wish you all the peace, love, and prosperity with everything you want and everything you want to do in this new year. Thank you for giving us so much hope and inspiring I know. I received that. I received everything, all, all good energy you just sent my way. Once again, I'm not I'm not exactly playing about that list how much you guys to make because I really want people to to really achieve whatever it is and get out of whatever it is you're in. I want you to get to the next level, whatever it is. If you're feeling some kind of way, I want you to do it for yourself. And so, yeah, I mean, even if you want to DM me your list, I'd love to just talk to you about your list. <laughs> so, yeah, I receive all good energy. I send good energy your way. Um, it sounds like you're getting ready to go to the next level with your your business. It sounds like a consulting firm that you're going to be eventually developing because all of the things you mentioned sounded like consulting to me. <laughs> Yeah, consulting. consulting. I mean, and there's um, there's Creative Circle. There's a number of consulting companies that will do company to company. You know, if your company's established, and they'll hire you to do video production projects. To do, you know, they even have I think some book writing stuff I see on there. Um, and there's some other sites too that I I can share with you. She can probably add it to the podcast uh, site later. But there are sites that you can go on and do freelance work for the things you just mentioned, you know, and other people may want that information, too, because they could start making money now and working with people who need that. I saw something where someone needed help with a book with writing a book. I also saw someone that needed help with writing a cookbook, you know, so I've seen that on that site. If I could. What is that? site? I'll, I'll think of it and I'll send it to you. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. Child, after all of that, there is nothing left for me to say. Well, that's it for me this week. Please remember to be a contagious influence everywhere you go. Be blessed and a blessing to others. Happy New Year, Confluencers! See you next week. <laughs>